Welcome to the EasyPD Sourcing Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to negotiate the best price with your supplier on Alibaba. And this podcast episode, again, is a recording that we took from the latest video that we posted on YouTube. So if you want to follow the Easy Peasy Ecom YouTube channel and learn how to source, sell, and profit from your products, head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash YouTube. If you just want to keep listening to this because you're like me, you're constantly uh, going for a run and you're hours on the treadmill and you really can't watch something but love to hear things or you're sitting in your car absolutely make sure to subscribe uh, to the easy pd sourcing podcast and keep listening welcome to the easy peasy sourcing podcast this is the framework to import sell and profit from your private label products he is german expat lives in china and has a passion to help you create a thriving brand here is your host Nils Alderp. In 2013, I left Germany and I moved to China. And since then, I've made tons of mistakes when it came to sourcing products here. And in this channel, I'm going to teach you all of the mistakes and better, I'm going to teach you what I learned from these mistakes so you don't have to do them yourself. You can basically go right to success with your sourcing journey from this channel. So keep watching because in this video, I'm going to reveal how to get the best price and my basically secret strategy, how to get the best price on Alibaba. And in the end of this video, I'm also going to share my biggest sourcing secret with you um, that enabled me to source more than a thousand products in just the last couple of years alone by myself here in China. Before we start, negotiation, I think, is a thing that, uh, first of all, people are afraid of. Um, I think from, from just the Western kind of culture standpoint, we're always very afraid to negotiate because we don't want to uh, make the one we're negotiating with feel um, that we're too harsh. You know, we don't want to insult him by wanting a too big of a discount, right? So I think we're a little bit uh, afraid of, of, of negotiations. And in China, that's something completely different. So negotiations are happening on a much, much different levels. So if in Europe or in wherever Western country you are and you're buying a car and you shave off 5% and then you made a good deal, right? The thing is in China, the prices are set so high that it's easy to shave off 20 or 30% of your price. I also think negotiating is a little bit like an art, right? Because you can't be too harsh and you at the same time can't be too soft. So you have to kind of find the balance because if you're too harsh and you do insult someone, then they're not wanting to work with you anymore. But if you're too soft, then they're taking advantage of you. So keep watching. I have a few tips in here that you can follow easily. So the very first thing is that you look reliable and uh, serious, right? I mean, Alibaba suppliers are often dealing with big, big companies. And if you look like just another guy who's working at home from his kitchen table, that's not really going to come good. Um, for example, let me tell you a little story. I had two friends here in China and uh, we went to a fake market. So on the fake market, you can literally buy any fake products. And we went after watches. So you can buy Rolexes and then what, what not watches for really, really cheap right so when they went around alone and they asked for the prices um, the base price and that's something you have to remember for later because you also need to create and establish a base price but the base price that they got set 
um, by the, the watch sellers was a thousand RMB. That's around, uh, what's that? Like 130, 140 US dollar, right? And that was, that was the set price. And from there, they started negotiating. Now, if you have the price set as, as a thousand RMB, it's kind of hard to negotiate down to like 300, right? Because the distance is just too great. But then when I came in and I asked for the price in Chinese and I spoke with the seller in, in, in Mandarin, then the price immediately that they started with dropped to 500 just because I looked more serious and that I knew what I was doing because they assumed, well, if this guy is speaking Chinese, then he knows a little bit what's up, right? So after I went in, we started at 500 and we negotiated down to 300. When these guys went alone and they tried to negotiate, they were ending up at like 700 and they saw they made a really, really good deal, right? And it's the very same for you if you're uh, getting your prices on Alibaba. So if you don't look serious, um, you're just going to get the higher base price, right? But if you look serious and the factory really want to work with you because they want to work with serious uh, people that might order a lot more in the future, then the base price that they're going to start with is already going to be lower. So how can you actually do that? How can you actually look serious? And it all starts already with your inquiry. So when you're sending a message to the supplier and you inquire for the price and the uh, MOQs and the lead times and all of these things, um, people always complain that they get like drip, drip fat with answers from the supplier. So you might know that you send five questions and you only get one answer back and you send another one and you only get one answer back, right? And if you want to look serious, you can avoid that by just using a product inquiry sheet. That's basically all the things you want to know about the product that you put into one sheet and then you send that sheet to suppliers and you start your message um, off saying that you would love to consider working with them, that um, you, you, your company had a look, you introduce yourself as the purchase manager or someone that is not the CEO and then you um, tell them what you want and then ask them to fill all of the points in the sheet. Now, the sheet should also include technical terms that you have to research for your product. You have to research and find out what kind of certifications do you actually need for your product? What certifications do you actually want the company to have? And if you want to find out where to, to, to get those, um, I read always depends on the product and where you're selling. So if you head over to asiainspection.com, or actually you have to Google it because I changed the name and I can never pronounce it. <laughs> I put a link in the description so you can find it there. These guys can really help you out and tell you exactly what certifications you need. So you can put all that in the inquiry sheet. And when they fill that, they can already see how serious you are about it. If you're asking specific questions about materials, about quality standards, and about certifications, then much more likely to already give you a better price right from the get-go. If you want to have my inquiry sheet for free, have a look below in the, in the so I already made a product inquiry sheet and you can get it for free uh, when you join my new web class. So just below the video, uh, there's a link to the sourcing web class that you can join for free. And just for joining, uh, you get the sheet from me and I'll send it to you. The second tip I have here for you is to get as many quotations as possible. Because people often make the mistake that they get five quotes, right? So you look at Alibaba, you filter some suppliers and you ask five of them or 10 of them. That's not enough. You have to ask as many as possible because the thing is that we always associate high price with good quality, right? But in China, it's very different. Uh, so when you get tons of quotations, 
the prices that you get will vary dramatically. But later when you get samples, and we'll get there later in this video, then you, can, you will be able to see that some of the samples have the same quality, yet the price is different. But you would have, would have never found that out if you would have only gotten five or 10 quotes, right? Sometimes we even hire VAs to get in and, and get us hundreds of quotations. And then we can really dig in and really filter that. Hundreds might be a bit extreme, but absolutely don't stop at five or 10. Go for 20, 30, 40. Really um, go deep, get a lot of quotations so you have the whole overview. The next tip I have for you is before you contact the factory, you Google their location and you have a look where they actually are. If they're nearby the coast, which, which most suppliers are, then your price is gonna be better overall because shipping costs are cheaper. They don't have to carry the, your, your whole product through China to bring it to the coast to ship it off, right? So if they're already located at a harbor uh, nearby, then that will cut off uh, a significant point of your price. And with that, we come to the fourth tip. And when you're getting your quotation, your quotation can uh, include or exclude the shipping and include or exclude the packaging and include or exclude your changes. So when you get a quotations, I always love to ask for a BOM. That's the bill of material. That's basically everything the product contains, but it also uh, lists all the other costs like the packaging, like the logo prints and like all of these little things are listed. So later on, when you go into negotiations, it's really critical that you know what's the actual product cost and what's the cost of the logo print. Because if you start negotiating and you see the logo price is really expensive, then you might go back and say, well, look, we don't need a multiple color logo, just make it simple or change the style of the logo and you will already shave off money here. So when you get quotations, you ask for a full quote including your product changes. But in the next tip, let's speak about the samples. When you talk about samples and when you're ordering samples, what the one mistake you want to avoid is ordering samples from all of these suppliers, including your changes. You really only want to go there and don't waste your time on all of that once you qualified the supplier as someone that's reliable and someone that can deliver a good product quality. So let's dig into samples a little bit more. Uh, we're gonna do a whole video on how you can save money on samples. Now, when I have all the quotations, I look at some that are way out of my league or some that uh, come back to me with minimum order quantities that are way too much or lead times that I can't work with, right? So I filter, that's the first filter and you get them out. Then the next step, you order samples from all of these suppliers. It can get a little bit pricey, but if you have someone in China to bundle all of them and send them to you, it's gonna be a lot cheaper. You want to do that because you want to get a quality impression. Like I said before, you just want to get samples off the shelf and you don't want to have any of your changes in there because in this step right now, it's just about qualifying suppliers. So A, who can deliver at a good price and B, who can deliver a good quality or good enough quality for you. So you want to have both, all the quotes and all the samples and then we go ahead into the next step. I always like to get the samples first before I come back and negotiate with them and tell them and, or ask them why their price is higher or lower than someone else when I get the quotations. For me, it's really important to have the sample because I don't want to waste my time talking with factories about their price when I don't even know if I would choose them because of their quality. 
now that I have all these samples, then I can come back to them and I can say, well, look, I got a lot of quotes from your competitors as well, and I got their samples. So I can compare the quality and I can tell you that your quality is equal to the other ones that we consider. So they can't come up and uh, with an excuse uh, why their price is higher and say, well, look, our price is higher because the product is better or the quality is you know, better or whatever it is, because now you have the sample and you can compare. So you let them know that and those excuses will be gone. So now that you have all that leverage, you can ask them and go ahead and say, well, look, uh, your prices are absolutely not competitive uh, with the, we, we see other suppliers, we see their quotes, we see their uh, sample quality, and your price is absolutely not competitive. I would love to go further with you and I would love to work with you, um, but for my boss, I have to give him something. So as, as long as we can't have a better price, we can't move forward to get customized samples with you. And that really leads me to the next tip because you can now play kind of good cop, bad cop. You can always have your boss be the bad guy and you can start becoming a friend and build a relationship with the salesperson to work together and to work something out to make your boss happy because you convince the salesperson that you would really, really like to work with them, that you absolutely love the way you guys getting along, that you like the way that you, you can work together and all of this stuff and that you personally absolutely love the product and you'll be okay with the price. But you know, in the end, it's, it's the boss has to say, right? So uh, try to work something out, build a relationship. When you have a good relationship with your salesperson, it's all easier. So let me summarize all the tips for you and then I'm gonna give you my bonus tip on how to save even more money. Number one, be serious. Don't look like another guy working from his home table at the kitchen. Number two, get as many quotes as possible. Get your bomb, your bill of material and all of the things included into this quotation and get the quotation for your customized changes. Number three, get samples and filter suppliers based on the quotation and based on the sample quality so you don't waste your time working with suppliers you don't actually really wanna work with. Number four, build leverage. Let them know that you already collected samples and quotations from competitors and unfortunately their prices aren't competitive and to convince your boss, they have to do a little bit better. Finally, make friends with them and use your relationship to get an even better price. So for my last big tip here, I wanna share a little story. You remember in the beginning of this video, I shared the story where I took my friends to the fake market and uh, just because I looked more serious speaking Chinese, I got a better price off the batch. Well, if I take my girlfriend and she's Chinese, if we go to the local markets and we buy some whatever shrimps and veggies and fish and we go to this really local uh, things, she always has to walk alone and I have to walk behind her because as soon as the seller sees me with them, the price goes up, right? And that is because they don't take me serious because I am not Chinese. So there are, there, there are different levels kind of in China, okay? And there are different prices. There's kind of the, the foreigner price. Actually, there's one more. There's the Amazon seller price. There's the foreigner price. And then there's the local Chinese price. So my very big tip and the thing that I absolutely preach in my videos is you have to get a sourcing agent. Just like my girlfriend already gets a better price if she walks alone just because she's Chinese, the same way it works with your sourcing agents. So if you have the right agents, they can immediately get 20 or 30% off right off the bat just when they contact the supplier.